Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Heroes Podcast, hosted by your friends at GGKC. Uh, we got Thomas over here, we got Mike, and we got Josh. Woo-hoo. Got the three of us here today. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff, a uh, bunch of news. You know, last week we, we played with the idea of uh, a lightning round. You know, there's plenty of news to talk about. We um, also ran out of time. We did, yeah, so we're trying to make this easy on you two, who do all the heavy lifting with the editing, and uh, and tighten up the episode a little bit. So um, so what we'll do is, uh, when we get into the meat, when we talk about the news, uh, you know, we, we make a list beforehand of uh, what we want to talk about. We kind of narrowed it down, but at the end, we're just going to try again, uh, just rapid fire, uh, taking on a whole lot of stuff, uh, just shooting a whole lot of news stories we've been interested in, so... Uh, give us your feedback on that. We'd love to know if you uh, like the big stories or if you like the quick stuff or if you like them both. Uh, but uh, let's start like we always do and uh, talk about what we're playing. Josh, do you want to start first? Oh, I would love to start. So I noticed that when I do have the time to play games, it's kind of based on how I'm feeling. So um, <laughs> this weekend, I played pretty much three games the whole weekend. Um, I started off playing, again, MTG Arena. I cannot get enough of this. I can keep getting deeper and deeper in this game. There's been a lot of card games coming out. Hearthstone, Gwent, right? I never had to play Gwent. Uh, the Witcher fans out there, I never played Gwent, but I believe it's an in-game, small, like, yeah, it's, it's like, a side game, right? Within the original Yeah, so you can stop at, like, content. a bar in Witcher. Okay. There'll be guys playing it so you can gamble. Yeah, so, but, but for standalone Gwent, they really expanded on the actual gameplay mechanics and rules, so... You can get kind of like the basic feel of what Gwent is like in inside of Witcher, but if you're playing Gwent as the standalone, they've added stuff to just make it more of a game on its own than okay. just the sim- simplicity that's in. That's, that's great. In I mean, it's, it's gotten it's you know it's one of the top games, one of the top card games that are viewed on Twitch. I used to Twitch a lot. Oh yeah, Gwent yeah. Is? Gwent's up there. Yeah, Gwent's yeah. fun. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. MTG though is climbing the ranks. Um, MTG so. When I was, this weekend, how I was feeling was motivated to play games. And the game that I wanted to play the most was MTG. It's fantastic. I I can't get over how they made MTG for those who are new to Magic. You cannot pick up a deck of Magic cards and start playing without extensive hours of research, understanding the game. But MTG Arena takes that all away. It literally, every phase of the game, we we all know how many phases are in Magic. It how many phases are there? Well, okay. Oh, Too it's many. like <laughs> play your land, open, main. Yep. yep. Yeah. And the combat stuff. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Combat. But then, but then you have like a play. You have a play uh, section before your combat, but then you also have it open to you after. So it allows you to get kind of tricky. Yeah. Man, for example, I've there's... had magic explained to me so many times, and I've never remembered <laughs> any of the details. And I, I still learn new rules. Playing MTG Arena helped me understand more of the more quick spell plays, like how you can resolve other opponents' spells as well. Learned that I was playing sorceries at instance, probably not the correct way until I started playing MTG Arena. Yeah, like, um, you're, pl- like you're playing instances. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So this really helped me hone in on my skills of, of magic, and it's the game for me right now. So I'm, I'm spending a little more time. The worst thing is... You have to do the the grindiness to get coins, to buy packs, to get more cards. So you start off with the typical five decks, one for each, uh, one for each uh, a source, and um, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I I like to play my counter decks, which are your blue, and then my my graveyard decks, which are your black. And then if I really just want to damage you, I'll play my fire. Right. My favorite deck to play um, in duels was a blue. I want to say, I think it was black, blue-black deck, where the only creatures in it were walls, so you couldn't do any damage, and the point of the deck was just to force the other op- opponent to run out of cards in their deck before <laughs> oh, yeah. you. You're you know? the annoying ones. And, yeah, well, I mean, it, it works, like, maybe 10% of the time, <laughs> but when it works, it is so satisfying. Refresh me. Flying still can't get over a wall, right? Uh, some No. Some, some flying... A lot, a or lot all of, flying can get yeah, over Unless the wall has reach. Yeah, yeah, unless the, unless the wall has reach. Look at that. Look at or that. the wall can be flying. There's so many new abilities in MTG Arena. I think I stopped playing about five, six years ago. So um, there's just new abilities that are coming up. But I, I do enjoy the game. I think that it's going to do very well. 
a lot of people are jumping back into it, and it's great. Is it still in open beta, or are you in the closed beta? It's in open. Yep. Okay. Everyone can go down and download it right now and play for free. I got the I got the email saying that open beta had started, and I got really excited, and then I got busy through that weekend and didn't play it. And I was I don't know why I just thought it was only that weekend. So no, it, it's definitely open for everyone now. That's that's really exciting. Um, I I think what I like about it the most are when you do get those good cards. Um, their animation really come to life, so it's really cool to see that. Um, Dude, I, I like that in Hearthstone a lot. Um, this is even better than Hearthstone. It's like the animations, you actually have 3D animations of the beasts come out of the card, only for like really rare cards you have those animations Dude, come out. I just want AR. I want an AR. I want, give me Yu-Gi-Oh. I want, <laughs> I want the stuff, like, I want to play on a table. I want to look at the cards. And I want to see the stuff pop up. Yeah, blue eyes, white dragon, right? Stuff. Dude, yeah. John, John, Dark, and I have had oh. so many conversations about that. Like even, even. Oh my God, we're going to talk about Warhammer for a second. <laughs> there it is. Back All right. Hold on. <laughs> Cheers. Even for Warhammer, like uh, so, you know, Warhammer is the the tabletop game with a trillion gazillion pieces. But it'd be kind of cool to just go over to your friend's house with, like, an AR headset or something and then have certain cards that have, I don't know, QR codes or something on them that would then create the units on top of the card. And you could still do your measuring and everything like you would be normally Man, play the tabletop that, Is that game, not in the works? I swear I've seen stuff with the... I've always seen prototypes for I, it, but I haven't seen a full okay, I successful saw game. what they called Warhammer 40K AR. So... But this was nothing at all like what I expected or that I wanted because I want I want a way to enhance the tabletop game that I'm used to playing. I like that game because it feels like chess. It feels like I have to get my pieces in the exact right position to pull off the moves that I'm trying to make. But what they showed in that video, this was like, I want to say I saw this video like a, a year ago. What they showed in the video was they were looking at a table and then this table had a ton of terrain appear on it, completely covering the table. And then these were just guys running around on the terrain that was on the table. So it was, I mean, it was still cool from a, from a technology perspective, but it sure didn't look like that was ever going to evolve to be an actual tabletop game. That was just going to be another video game that's, that's through AR. Yeah. Now, Microsoft has put out a device that fully circumferences your face, kind of like a VR headset, but can see through, right? You can actually see what's in front of you, then AR comes up. That's where I think AR should go, right? Like Jordy LaForge-type visors that you wear that then you can see what's in front of you, but also it develops new material, new content, new game a new gaming experience, the terrain itself, right? Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that's I'm not going to hold my phone Right up on a, on a counter to see everything that's cool. Right, you got to be wearing this mask. Right, right, yeah, and that's that's exactly what I want. I want something that I can put on my face, look through it, and then still see my room and see the table that I'm playing this tabletop game on. But then you just make it easier, so I don't have to put up every. And then piece. all four of their players were also <laughs> wearing this mask yeah. with you. <laughs> well, you know, you can draw in VR. You can do like uh, tilt brush and a whole bunch of other VR like quill. Um, it'd be cool if you could make your own like tokens almost uh, where you could make something in full size or however big you want and then scale it down and say, hey, this is this unit. And so it'd be the kind of the equivalent of painting miniatures. You would just paint it in VR, scale it down, and you'd have like, I don't know, a token, maybe a little circle that you place on the table and your augmented reality sees that that token should generate whichever picture. Yeah. So then it can pop up. So you really could create whatever unit you wanted and then just scale it down there. And that still gives you, like, the tabletop feel, the painted minis, which a lot of people are into. It's not far off. That, that's, that's definitely the, right think, around the corner. I think that's a big thing, like, being able to not only say what units you have or whatever, but then to be able to, like, go into your own, like, app settings or whatever and put on your own custom paint jobs on your on your models. That would be That would be an amazing... Enhancement. Although I do still love painting miniatures, but let's be honest, I'm never going to get through my 2,000 model army to paint yeah. all of them. It's going to take me for the rest of my life. That may be an achievement that I complete complete before I die. Yeah. But. And by that time, they'll have the hollow deck. You just go in and fight with your units, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, because I, I don't think we've said it, uh, AR means augmented reality. Because I've definitely listened to podcasts and been like, you've been talking about this game for 20 minutes. You haven't said the title a single time. <laughs>
Yes, think of Pokemon Go. There you go. For those who don't know what augmented reality means, it um, is pretty much a Pokemon Go, but put that technology into other games. Board games, card games. But yeah, yeah, card games, card games. I think, I think card games is where awesome. it should go next. Yeah, yeah, cuz it makes sense. You can scan your card, put it on the table, and then it comes to life. Yeah. You could even have like you wouldn't even have to have a giant code on the card. You could no. still make it the game, the cards that people play the actual game with and just put a little like QR code or whatever code you're using to read it. I don't know if technology is something. If they have uh, recognition software, yeah. I don't think you even need to do that. You just That's look true. at it, bam, That's it true. Because you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. got my mm-hmm. holographic favorite magic card. I'm going to put a big old sticker on it. <laughs> I've also played WoW and Counter Strike Go this weekend. I found out that, you know, when I was angry, I played Counter Strike Go. I just wanted to shoot some people. No, <laughs> keep that here in video games. Uh, but when right. I was bored, I found myself playing WoW. Is, is that really good? When I'm bored, I play WoW. That's yeah, because it's it kind boring. of upsets me. <laughs> that's what I go when I'm bored. I'm like, all right, all the games are done. I'm going to WoW. But that's what I have been doing. Thomas, what, what about what about you? What have you been playing? Well, played Overwatch again. Oh no! <laughs> I said I was going to quit. That lasted like three that days, was like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I I had some good luck, but then I had some bad luck. But uh, uh, all you need to know about that is I've I've decided to just take everything into my own hands. I've been playing and looking for group, and I'm making my own group with my own criteria. Uh, and so instead of having people, like, instead of having a really good healer heal, I only want to have people who play every role because, in my opinion, they're better communicators. They have better awareness. They know how to help their teammates out because they know how to play all those other heroes. So I've been having, uh, I've been having better luck. Like, we've been winning more that way, but also it's just been a much more enjoyable experience because... If you ask someone, hey, can you switch me characters or something, uh, pretty much always the answer is yes. So everybody's always able to play whatever they want. Um, it's a lot more fun. It's way less rigid than what I'm used to. I have to remember to log in during the Halloween event because I still need that cultist Zenyatta skin. <laughs> and I've been holding on to uh, like a thousand coins or whatever currency like, it is. In the I have game. like 3,000. I've been holding 3, on to it forever just for Halloween so I can get that skin. Yeah. Uh, I think that starts on like the 9th. Oh, really? Maybe. It starts to hear real soon. They keep uh, un- announcing uh, new new skins on Man, I assumed it would have started already. Well, ninth or Tuesday, as yeah, you can Tuesday, see. So Tuesday that's the update. Do, yeah. Well, they don't want to make it too long because then everybody will just unlock everything. Yeah, that's and true. their whole shtick is they want you to buy loot boxes. So yeah. they don't want to make the event too long. And I guess they, they, they only release so many skins each Yeah. Each each holiday season. Yeah. So that stuff's fun. Um I've been playing Fallout, having a really good time with that. Uh I finally hit a point, so I told you I'm playing on survival mode, it's pretty difficult. Uh, I finally hit a point where I've just sunk enough points into my gunslinger trait where, like, <laughs> I mess people up now. <laughs> so now it's more of like, oh, did I fall off this cliff and die? Or was I setting it to, next to an exploding barrel? Like, generally, the normal stuff won't kill me quite as quick, but uh, there's some annoying stuff on survival if your companion goes down and you leave the area. Either you run too far or you, like, walk through a door. Your companion will heal, but they'll go back to your settlement. They'll go home. And I was just running in the wilderness, and it was like, oh, dog meat is down. And I was like, what? There aren't even any enemies around here. What's going on? I turn around. I find a couple of these enemies. I kill them. Well, I go back to where dog meat was, and I guess I had run too far while I was fighting. And so he's just gone. Oh. He was all the way gone. And fortunately, I was, like, already headed back to where he ended up going. But it's like, man, there. I said this before, but there's just some jank in the wrong areas in that game where if I wasn't playing on survival, would not matter. But when the stakes are high... And if I've been playing for 20 minutes, like, if stuff goes wrong, I can't just reload my save. Yeah. I lose all that time. So that stuff kind of bothers me. But uh, I've had a great time just running around the world uh, this past weekend. It was, uh, I downloaded the, the Rainy Mood app. I used to open that website all the time when I was what on the computer. That? It just makes rain sounds. Uh, oh, it, Okay. Yeah, I mean, basically, <laughs> those CDs you would have seen in Walmart when you are a kid. <laughs> that it's like, sounds oh. Sounds of nature. This, this, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love the sound of rain, so I popped that on. I uh, put on a little music, and then I uh, played Fallout. Man, that was all. Wasn't right. it raining all day yesterday? Uh, yeah, and I still had it on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was funny. So I, I work underground in a cave uh, most well every day, and uh, down there I, I miss the rain, which yeah. stinks. So I just pop that thing on and throw my speaker on and uh, chill out to that. 
Uh, but the other thing, I'll, I'll keep it short. I went and played Mario Party that just released last week. Uh, played that up at Screenland Armor, the movie theater up north. And uh, and it was great. Uh, my friend Gary put the whole thing together. He's he's like Mr. Nintendo around here. He's the biggest Nintendo fan I know. And uh, what he's going to start doing is have a Switch meetup every month um, because they only have one screen in the theater. So unlike Tapcade where we host our events uh, where there's space to like set up tables and and all that good stuff. Um, they they don't have any room for that, but with a Switch, you don't need tables. You can just play right there, and uh, it's a good way to find people to swap friend codes with, which I don't own a Switch yet. I will when the uh, Smash bundle comes out. Uh, but it seems like a great idea, and I'm excited for that. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing some non-Mario Party games that I've never seen before. I didn't know you could put two switches side by side and play games that like cross and onto maps both extend. It's yep. crazy. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yep. never seen that. So the more switches you have, I, I don't know the limit, but the more switches you have, the larger the maps can get. What? Man, that's crazy. It's pretty awesome. I Dude, mean, I, the Switch seems pretty sweet. Oh, Once yeah. they started bringing all this third party stuff there, like I want to play Doom on my Switch. I could play Skyrim again on my Switch because I just want to play it when I'm not at home. Mm-hmm. The whole point, I just, I want to play it over lunch. You know, on my lunch break. Um, so I'm excited for that. When I do that, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, man, I got pretty hyped on the Switch this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that Smash bundle so I can get that GameCube controller. I, I really think that after buying the Switch, my game time on both my PlayStation 4 and Xbox One just dropped dramatically. Yeah. I just really like the Switch. The Switch is awesome. I didn't think I didn't think that I would. Well, I, it's not that I didn't think I'd block it, like it. I thought I would like it. I think I just I thought that I might think that parts of it were a little gimmicky. Mm-hmm. And I guess parts of it are, but none of it is is so much so in a way that like I feel like it's worthless. You know, since the Switch came out, my I play my Xbox with uh, broken left triggers, uh, the back case of the battery falling out just because it still works, but I have no. I have no motivation to go get another controller because I'm playing too much of the Switch. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing console. Dude, once I got uh, a PS4, I was like, I'm definitely going to go back and like finish beating the GTA Five story. And uh, I'm definitely going to finish Dark Souls. And then my console messed up. I went and even bought, I bought another slim console. I just, I never even booted it up. I paid 50, <laughs> I paid 50 bucks for the console. So it's not like I, you know, just spent a ton on it. But I never even... Like that poor thing. It just, it's gathering dust on my shelf. All right. So, uh, speaking of switches, um, the Wall Street Journal reported that uh, next year Nintendo is going to release another updated version of the Switch, which isn't that surprising. They really like their upgrades, they like their peripherals. Um, you know, they want to keep making money while the Switch is hot, and it's just getting hotter. Uh, so, it's smart for them. Uh, it's rumored that the upgrade is going to be. Probably a new screen. Yeah, OLED. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys read that as well. I heard a graphics card update, and I do agree that a graphics card update will definitely boost the sales, maybe, or resales, if yeah, you want to say it. But then if somebody develops a game that can really only run on the new hardware, you've got all the old people who have to upgrade, which yeah. wouldn't shock me. I don't Nintendo think the Switch ever intended to run the most up to the premier visually graphic games, but they want to. Dude, I don't they know. Doom to. looks great, man. And that was like the first thing to come out. Right. Like, I think they're shooting for the stars here. They've never been that way, though. They Past systems have never been focused on graphics. They should keep up, right? So now they do want to be bleeding edge at the at the edge of the graphic, graphical well, experience. Well, I think part of it, is, it doesn't do 4K, Right. Uh, I assume not. Yeah, no, no, nope, it's nope, it, nope, it, nope. just 1080. Yep. So, uh, the way I look I mean, at it is, I, I think they so. just want more developers to come to the Switch. Yeah. The, the more third-party games, you know, I will rebuy games so that I can play them on the go. Like Skyrim, maybe I could buy hmm. it again. Probably I actually won't because I've had my fill of that game. <laughs> um, but, you know, if I already own Doom, I would probably buy it again just because like, that soundtrack is dope. Uh, but I would boot that up just as a little lunch break thing. How much time are they putting into these re-releases that are years after these games come out? 
I yeah, just why they not can focus charge on an extra thirty dollars for it again? <laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> not but... paying sixty dollars for Diablo three again. <laughs> again. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, um, every time they come out with a new one, they're like, "Oh, it's been out for years, but now you can play it here." It's just like, um, what, dude? It's it's twenty five bucks on every platform. What are you trying to do? Charging me sixty bucks? I would rather just see more original content. I mean, yes, there's always opportunity to re-release a game that did so well that someone with a Switch can go re-download and play an experience on the go. I mean, that's why they're doing it. So I look at it. They want they want good graphics on the Switch because they want more people to develop games or port them over to the Switch uh, so more people will buy a Switch for their home. When people buy a Switch for their home, Nintendo makes more money. They can turn around and make all the first-party stuff that they always want to do anyway. With the Wii U, there was basically no third-party stuff. People didn't get it in their homes because they fucking named it a Wii U. You couldn't even tell. When my brother told me he got a Wii U, not only did I not know that that was different from the Wii, I had no idea a new console was even coming out. That's how, like, totally off my radar that was. You're right. The staple for games when they come out say, PS4, Xbox, PC. Never, ever do you see it say Nintendo Switch. I was never so it. Never excited it. for the Wii U before it released. Like I remember, uh, part of the reason, part of the reason was that was the that was when I kind of got into um, fantasy football with with some of my buddies, some of my uh, guys I went to use, I used to go to college with, and they had all of these things that they were talking about how you'd be able to like watch the games and then you could like watch a game on TV and then look down at the gamepad or whatever and you could see like. The, uh, stats and stuff for yeah, your see stats so you could even like see like maybe lineups or something on the this was promised cool. on the Wii U I don't know if it was ever promised it was just one of those things like when it was getting started where they were like this might be a thing <laughs> yeah. well I remember when uh, on the Xbox when the Xbox One was really being re- uh, released or announced and Microsoft was all about oh look at this stuff with NFL you can snap it to the side so you can yep. do your fantasy while you're uh, watching the game and stuff and I mean we had the conversation briefly recently about second screens and the possibilities of what you can do with something like that because that sounds great you know even i don't know now i'm starting to think there could be some cool augmented reality stuff if you had like a camera on the back of the switch that you could like play on your tv and then look down and the things like in your lap or something i don't know that's kind of stupid but (laughs) (laughs) uh someone who who was smarter than me could come up with something cool uh but yeah uh I think all this stuff's interesting. I'm excited to finally own a Switch here probably sometime at Christmas. I like the Switch because for me, as a parent, I get to reconnect with the with the kiddo. And nothing that I am playing now is ever I'm ever going to need a new updated Switch. I actually, for any console that has come out with a new version of their console, the Xbox S, the PS4, etc., I've never rebought it. Have, it. have any of you guys rebought a console? Uh, well... Yeah, I'd never played that that replacement 360 I bought, but I did buy a replacement. Um, I just my, don't, I don't see the need. With, I, for me, I won't do it. I won't. I won't buy the new Switch. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I've never been interested in graphics so much to to care about like the Xbox One X or well, I brought I bought the Pro, but that's because it was the same price as the other one, and I bought that because our tournaments. I didn't buy that because I actually cared about it. I don't even own a 4K TV, so the Pro runs exactly the same. Someone listening is probably saying, you are missing out. The 4K, the S, the, I mean, the everything there is worth it. Maybe it's my eyes. I don't know, but I, I played a 4K, and I played, it just looks so similar. Is it worth the new buy? Yeah, I just need to know what the new Switch has. Because, I mean, if it's just, if it's like an OLED screen... I'm sure there are people out there that would be very excited for that, but that's not really that exciting to me because, A, I don't really, unless I'm in bed or something, I'm not normally playing my Switch handheld. I just have it plugged into the TV. But, B, that screen's so small, I'm not going to notice it if you give me some extra pixels anyway. My sister brought her Switch to uh, Christmas last year, and so I got to actually play uh, Super Mario Odyssey for the first time. I was just like, holy cow, this thing looks good on this handheld. Like I couldn't believe how high like high def that was. Mm-hmm. So for them to talk about another upgrade, I'm like, it was just another switch, just to make some money and to please some of those who really dog on the on the system for having low tier hardware. I mean, they get compared to Xbox, PS4, and then you're like, then you'll have that that brawl between 
PCMR, meaning PC Master Race, Xbox, PC, and then who do they put at the bottom? The Nintendo, right? I don't know if that's their reason just to compete with them. It's just not worth it for me. I see. I, I just don't. I just don't think that they would ever truly compete with those markets because they've done a they really good job. They should understand they can't compete with those markets. They, they've been. They've already done a really good job finding their niche, you know, and yeah. like getting getting into kind of the indie game space. Mm-hmm. The, some of the like the all of the RP, like Japanese RPGs all flock to flock to switch for for that kind of audience um yeah i I would say that the switch absolutely can compete like if i go over to my girlfriend's place she only has one tv so one of one of us gets to use the tv well if i had a switch i could just play my game Mm -hmm. while she's playing that's fine you know and i could hook it up to the tv let me me step back it will and has and done a very good job of competing with your big names i just i just don't think that with the release of a new system with upgraded hardware, it'll make any more of a bigger market share for them. I just think they should, again, it's a large company. Them, me saying that they should just focus on new IP and, and the quality of games that they put out, like, which is about camaraderie, playing with others, you know, couch co-ops back again, right? That stuff, that's what they should focus on. But again, they've got to make money. They're a company. They're going to release a new system with updated hardware, right? Either that, well, I don't know. They still don't know for sure what the updated hardware is. Maybe, maybe their updated hardware. And what I would do if I was Nintendo is figure out a way to make it even more party centric. That would know? be awesome. Like, right? That'd be very cool. Go the other way with it. Maybe not necessarily putting in a new graphics card or something, but I don't know. Maybe like that that, that thing where it connects the maps. I don't even know about that. That is that yeah. is pretty cool. If they could if they could expand on that kind of stuff, like that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where they already make all their money. They could come out with, like, 14 new controllers, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> they, uh, they came out with a Splatoon custom controller. Really? And, yeah, I didn't know that until this weekend. And we had to swap our controller out because even though it looks cool, the signal is worse. So <laughs> it is functionally a worse controller. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, maybe make sure your stuff runs as well, you know, when you make a cooler conversion of it. But, and I bet, th- I bet there's other small things, too, because... I don't know if you guys know this. When the Switch came out, there were definitely issues when you like you docked your your Switch. I mean, the case that holds the Switch and connects it to your TV, it is so poorly made. It's just a big plastic holder for your HDMI to reconnect to your TV, and it's bad for your screen. If you didn't put on your screen protector, it's going to scratch it. Yeah, it I can't saw a protect lot of stuff it if it falls. When that first came out. It's really bad, and maybe they'll they'll also put better identifiers on how the remotes go in. Now, I did not ruin that, but I've seen some people put the blue and red ones on opposite directions. Like, it goes on a certain side, and it wasn't clearly stated that it does that way. Maybe in the booklet. I didn't read the booklet, which they'll probably give <laughs> well, me. Well, there you go, right? But it should be very clear to say this one goes on the left and this one goes on the right. And so they don't – what happened was people were messed it up and put one on the red on the whichever side it doesn't go on, and it, it – locked it up and, and ruined the remote. So, I mean, maybe there's some just small tweaks with the new release uh, that will be better just from a playable perspective so you're not ruining your Switch right off the bat. They sell, uh, they sell, this is going to sound weird, dock socks? <laughs> like, uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, that does sound pretty weird. Uh, they sell socks that you can put on your Switch dock. On so the front, scratch the screen? Yeah, on the front half. Oh. Yeah, so I actually I actually have one at home. It's real sweet. It's like uh, it's a it's a uh, Zelda cover, but it's from um, man. What was the what was the last Game Boy game that released where it was like a a time travely kind of thing? Link to the past. Link to the past. Or no, uh, no. Ages. Oracle of Ages. I mean, you definitely. There's a lot of time, time traveling. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know. Why. Okay, the one Zelda game where you're time traveling. Like all the of them. Man, yeah. If, <laughs> if only there was some sort of ocarina that had to do with time. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I mean, even... Sorry, yeah. Mike. <laughs> don't not help you there. I think it was Link to the Past. Oh, my God. I can't type on my keyboard. Oh, uh, Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Yes. <laughs> the, that's uh, the one. Uh, the successor to Link yeah, Between Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one where you have certain certain situations where you can actually go up to a wall and it turns 2D. Yeah, the new, okay. Yeah, 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 now yeah. what you're talking about. Yep. So, wow. That was a real big segue to talk about my Doc Sock. <laughs> doc Sock. What a name. Play those with your kitten mittens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But, I, yeah, I, I guess, you know, there's opportunity for them to improve their platform overall. 
Uh, may not just need to be graphics, but they knew they put that system out and immediately there was issues with it. So it may not just be the graphics. It may not be the screen. It just may be some uh, fundamental things that they wish they could have improved on, right? Yeah. Are you with the Force? Is the Force with you? Well, the Force is with us over at the Echo Station Podcast, a new Star Wars series from the Heroes Podcast Network. Join us in a galaxy not so far away every other Monday as we discuss everything Star Wars from the original films through the whole EU. So pour yourself some blue milk and get cozy in that tauntaun with the Echo Station Podcast. Find out more at heroespodcast.com. All right, so let's talk about something I'm interested in. Uh, Rumor has it that... Uh, finally, Sony is going to allow players to change their uh, their screen names, their PSN IDs, and G-Mini Christmas. Man, I've been waiting to change mine forever. I got I got the PS4 probably... Actually, I was living with my brother. We bought one. Uh, it was the cool-looking white Destiny one. So I, that was when I made uh, my first account. I had never owned a Sony system before. Uh, so I did that. He moved out. I ended up buying another one uh, when I lived on my own. And uh, I've been stuck with my Taponzor's game gamer tag for a long time, and I don't think it's a dumb name, but definitely no one ever understands it. And I'm like, man, I that's really surprising. It is surprising. Everybody's just like Taponzor's, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't need to correct you, but like, literally, no one has seen any of that stuff online of like using T E H on purpose, or of course, I misspelled Pwn because it was already taken. So what are you gonna do? But then you put Z-O-R-Z at the end, it's like, okay, come on. You've got to have one time seen someone say, like, Hacksaws or something. Are they going to introduce the number system, meaning that multiple people can have the same name? So you'd be like... So you just hashtag 1955 like Blizzard does, right? Oh, because I hope they do not do why? that. Why? I think that... I'm, I know I'm not the first Wonder Boy, but I am recognized as Wonder Boy. Why am I limited to the, some guy who probably doesn't even play anymore with the Wonder Boy account, which we know there is. He was a a very famous Halo guy that used the term Wonder Boy. Um, but I'm upset that I can't use that name because it's already taken. I think the hashtag number system should be introduced so people can reflect. Maybe that Halo guy is upset that you have Wonder Boy. Maybe. Mm. I'm way older than him. <laughs> I know I know I'm the first Wonder Boy, at least Dude, that guy. We when we went to go make the GGKC Twitter handle, yeah. there's someone with like one follower that's at GGKC. No, no, no. It's it's so also at GGKC means Golden Gate Kennel Club. That oh, was... that's right. Every time we look that up. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that the hashtag system would be cool. We will see what happens. But I just don't like being limited because I like the name Wonder Boy. Now I have to spell it O-N-3-D-3-R-1-3-O-Y. Yeah, it rolls to right be... off the tongue. Easy. Yeah, right? Just just to make it easy. <laughs> By the way, that's Leet speak because that was cool, you know, 2000s. And that spells o n three one d three r dir one three o i one three makes a B. O i is boy. So. Man, Josh. I know. Yeah. It sounds like you have had to spend a lot of time I had, explaining you me, this. You know how many Wonder Boys are out there? A lot of Wonder Boys. But now with the hashtag system in Blizzard, everyone can be a Wonder Boy. Dude, what is your screen name? Uh, hold on. You want to hop in a private channel? <laughs> you have your headset? You might need to take notes here. Uh, so that- uh, uh, what's your email address? I have a PowerPoint. I'm sending it over to you right now. So that's exciting. I'll, I'm final. I'll be happy to finally change mine to Tegan, not Sarah, which is what I wanted it to be for for ages. And uh, man, I mean, I just can't believe it's taken so long for them to do this. I've read that like the struggles have uh, have been that if you changed a screen it's more name now, relationship from a technology side. That's why. Yeah. So it would just be a, a lot of strain on them going back and making sure that these name changes work on old hardware. And crosses and, all assets or facets yeah. of what PSN is. Yeah. Yep. I need to, I should probably change mine. What is yours? Well, mine is Iguanodong. Oh, that's, um, oh, that's right. Iguanodong. Because Megalodong was taken. <laughs> 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 so we were at a, uh, we were at a Casey game on, I think. I think it was Casey Game on one time. Local land event. Yes, here. local local Kansas City Kansas City event. And I was bring we always bring our hardware to these events for people to play on. And then there was some guy and his son uh, playing Dragon Ball Fighter Z on my PlayStation. And I just remember the kid logging in with my with mine. I was like, oh, I no. know he can't oh, one. No. Even if he can read this, he doesn't know what's going on here. <laughs> Because like my uh, my my little avatar picture is just the turtle head, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and uh, 
And I'm like, but you know, I probably make some of these parents uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some background: we provide console systems for the community. This 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 local lane event to bring their kids and. Let me say this again. They're kids and, and other people from the community to come in and play. So they don't have to bring their systems, but they're more than welcome to play on any of the systems we provide. So our friend here, Mike, had a very inappropriate name for the kids <laughs> to log into. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe maybe it's a good idea to change it's it. It's not that inappropriate. I, I agree with you. It's not but that it bad. I mean, like, <laughs> I would say as a parent, if I saw that, I'd be like, something's not right. <laughs> but you're not going to stop them. Because <laughs> you don't want to bring it up because like, then you have to explain hmm. it. But uh, Oh, I'm pretty sure if you didn't change it, keep going. We'll have one parent make a scene. <laughs> you know there's that one parent. Oh, my gosh. We put to this event called Casey Game On, and they had these names called Iguanodon. I really like the Iguanodon dinosaur. <laughs> and that that's name was really taken. A, so. Is that really where it was from? You put a G on the yeah. end of it? <laughs> well, that's what the Megalodon. Mega, yeah, Megalodon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iguanodon. Yeah. I Just didn't know G. that the Dude, you can make it, You can turn most dinosaurs into a dong name. <laughs> it's really magical. Or, or, or like Magic Gathering, locks a dong, Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm doing you magic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting. I, I'm yeah, excited, too. It's, uh, this has been a long time coming, and I'll be excited. It's crazy. You're right, because you can literally go on any platform, any gaming Dude, platform, and change On Xbox, name. you can pay, like, you get it for free. You get one free name yes. change, and then you can pay eight bucks after that. You It's just not an option at all. So, like, my buddy, he, he is on Xbox, and I think he's changed it since then. But his his name was the Pie Master, and then a number. I'm not going to put him on blast in here. Uh, <laughs> but he made that email when he was like 12 years old and for the longest time he was just stuck with it and I'm like dude that's a really well, dumb yeah name. let's not talk about emails I'm picturing a 12 year old like at his computer trying to think of a name because I love talking the about the pie master the pie master mm. perfect <laughs> my first email ever was xx ladies man xx and trust oh, me I oh, wasn't yeah. a ladies how man how old were you I was about 14 <laughs> 14, and my parents let me use the email at hotmail.com. For all you guys that have Hotmail still, get rid of it. You had your McLovin <laughs> fake ID. Yeah. I like that you had to go out of your way to explain that you were not actually a ladies' man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I thought no. you were, though. Man. Oh, Dude, man. I've seen those pictures. That's, that's what the people online think, so they're like, oh, yeah. All those X's. Everybody online's like, oh, oh man, and it his wasn't name just, is ladies' it wasn't just man. X-X. That must be a ladies' It man. wasn't just XX. It was cap sensitive, guys. Lowercase X. Uppercase X, ladies, man. Uppercase X, lowercase X. Where'd you put the 69? Yeah. I don't want to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, So, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, Let's let's talk about all this other stuff we got. Let's do a little lightning round action. Because I want to go through some some of this stuff. We don't have to do a deep dive in it. I like the lightning round. Let's do it. Me too. Um, Blizzard. the president of Blizzard is stepping down. He's been with the company for a long time. Um, new blood's good. New blood's good. I'm new, excited. New blood is good. Uh, you know, it, it's unique reading the stories of these these people who've been at the top for so long. I mean, I remember when uh, uh, Metzen, what's his name? Peter Metzen? That's not right. The old art director for World of Warcraft. I remember when he stepped down, I was like, man, that's crazy. Because he was with that team forever. And I mean, it, it's like Jeff Kaplan with Overwatch. He... His name is Chris Metzen. That's what it was. Uh, right, his yeah. name was synonymous with that game. Like anything that happened in that game, his his name was all over it. Um, and it was interesting because he, you know, Blizzard does a good job of really making their the, making themselves personal. There's really a face that you can put with their dev team. Like you you are never under the under a spell that you know they're just faceless people behind the scenes who don't get credit. Um, you know, they're always at going out of the way to be transparent. Uh, their forms are, have always been really good. At least they were on WoW. I assume they are across the board. Um, but I, I like the way Blizzard does business. So New Blood is good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that guy's, that guy's taken off, and uh, everybody's just moving up around him, which I do like. I, I don't particularly like it when companies bring in uh, uh, people from the outside. I like having these people that have already, you know, done their, paid their dues, uh, moving up. I'm excited to see what Blizzard does here. Along with the president stepping down, the new president stepping up, 
there's also the announcement of the new Diablo, right? So that's all over the internet right oh, now. Oh, was that official? Oh, it's, I, it's official. It's official. Wait, is it official it's or official. is it a rumor? I would say that from the sources I've read it from, I never have not read it from uh, Blizzard itself, but I don't think that Unilad Gaming and Kotaku... I, I believe it's it's in the works, so I'm not gonna I'm well, not gonna put my Josh, stamp down on it. I know what it. you're saying, but that's what we call a rumor. It's a rumor, and you know what? I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my life on this rumor. Oh man, that oh, is... you heard it right here, guys. Put my life on this rumor because I've played every Diablo. I'm so excited. I think that it all made sense. You know, new president, new Diablo game. It, it's it's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for the changes to Blizzard because I think that Blizzard they're staple to their games and how they deliver their games. I'm, I'm hoping the new president puts out more IP, puts out more content. I, I'm just, I want more stuff out of the greatest video game company there is. And that's, a, that's, that's an opinion-based statement, but it is. And I want something new. I want something more. Diablo 4 is great. I'm excited they needed to do that because Diablo 3 was a bust. Um, and I still was play it that a bust? Game. Um, I mean, I never played it. I, I played the too, first but... ten seasons, and I still am upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Just number the first of hours. It's on fifteen now. Oh, yeah, but still. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you've only been ten seasons. How many? Yeah, I've done 10 how seasons. many hours of gameplay do you have in Diablo Three? I would say me. over a hundred. Okay. Over a hundred for sure. And that was a dud. <laughs> you play games you play duds I still play WoW but it's it's the way they grab well, you WoW isn't a dud either I, uh, as much you're as right, I you're right you're right and I, I, why, and why am I talking key. crap yeah. on games that I play all the time I just you play them because you're comfortable with them you like what they do you're you're used to it right you can be comfortable with your games and play them all the time but you gotta have someone take a risk and create something new and I think a new president and I think some new Direction will help Blizzard even more. The uh, the article stated, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but um, the impression that was given was that there's new IP in the works. That they they all but said we're working on new games, like actually new. Uh, okay, games. so that's that's the point that I've been I've been thinking about. Is it's so funny how a story can come from Blizzard about this big change with the president and everything, and then like during that communication, one person says like. Yeah, and we're working on a bunch Diablo of cool 4, games. Diablo 4, right? I don't know if it's real. <laughs> no. You want Pump to believe. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. You want to believe. Pump the brakes. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, it is. About. That is. <laughs> so? It's like one guy who I'm works excited. for a game developer says, yeah, and we're working on some great games. Done. That's all that they said. And then and everyone the, takes And then everyone in this article is like, oh my God, what could they be working on? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, calm down. They're a game developer. They're probably working on games right this second. True. <laughs> you know? Like. I am excited about that. Overwatch was a brand new... They had never even done that genre before. Right, uh, And right. I, in my opinion, it's the best shooter right now. There are a lot of people who would argue with me on that, uh, but I really like how Overwatch turned out and how it continues to turn out. Um, I'm excited to see a lot more new stuff from them. I like, you know, their staples... I mean, they have fucking Heroes of the Storm, which has all of every game they ever had. But um, I'm excited for new stuff. They're good at it. I'd like to see more risks. I'm wondering, I like how you said that, again, echoing all that, the risks. That's what I want to see. They are doing that by delivering new games like Black Ops and Destiny. I'd like to see what they're going to deliver via their platform as well. It doesn't have to be their original content, but delivering it to the PC folk in a very... In a very common console world of games like like um, Destiny and and Call of Duty were right, you don't see people playing those on PC much. And now it boosted because they've delivered it via Battle.net. That's awesome. I want to see more risks like that. See what's going to happen. It's not really a risk. It's got to be a win-win there. Like I don't understand how they can lose by delivering more games. It's funny. We have Blizzard. You go to Steam and you go to all these, all these other developers and you see all the games they put out. But but Blizzard, even though we know that Blizzard has games that are on Super Nintendo, right? Uh, Lost Vikings, all that other games they did. But their staples, like six games large. That's it. That's it. You got, you got World of Warcraft. You've got Heroes of the Storm. You've got, uh, I'm drawing blanks out, Diablo. You've got... Um, Starcraft. Starcraft and... Overwatch, and what's the sixth? I mean, Warcraft, technically. 
if you you know you can like I said if you want to those don't yeah I mean again like I said they have lost Viking all those old classics but I want something new again what they did with Overwatch two years ago great they should be putting out new games on a yearly basis I'm hoping they get that aggressive and take that many risks yeah so I'm excited to see new stuff there Uh, some other stuff we'll just rapid fire this there was uh, a leak leaked footage of a Harry Potter open world game. I'm Next. pretty sure it was open world. <laughs> Next. Uh, I would like to see some more like I I like the Harry Potter books. The movies were good, but like I've always wanted more. The Fantastic Beasts stuff is cool, but I don't know if it's my was cup of tea anymore. Was the a I guess it's footage. You don't know what it could be. Open RPG, MMORPG, uh, action RPG. I only skimmed over it, to be honest. I didn't care that much to, to really... Like, the article I read uh, went into what it actually showed. I, it was just like a, kind of a tutorial of what the game is. Um, but I, I think that ship may have sailed for me, but I am interested... Like, the, the Harry Potter world is pretty well built in that fiction, uh, but you don't really get to visit it very much. Um, but it is a real, it's an actual game. It's not just like made up footage that somebody made in their basement. Uh, it is made by the studio that was in charge of Disney Infinite, which got shut down a couple years ago. Uh, so that studio is now working on this. So cool. Uh, that's kind of just a weird thing. I didn't expect that headline the other day. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something. Uh, but yeah, Harry Potter game coming out. Next. Uh, we got, um, this actually isn't game related, but I wanted to just mention it for a second. Google Plus is shutting down after, uh, Google, Google a while found out, a while ago found out that, uh, data was being, it it was possible to leak data, like personal information from all of their users for a while. Wait, 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 wait. Google Plus, is that their, uh, social media platform? Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing you thought. I still have it. Like six I still have it. Ago. I still get notifications from people not even close to me, like out of this country. Yeah, you know, and you never me, like, care about it. Well, yeah. that's part of the reason they shut it down because this leak came out. They fixed it, but they didn't disclose it because they didn't want the government looking <laughs> and like scrutinizing them. Yeah. Uh, so they just finally made the. Apparently, I think that was back in March that they found it and fixed it. So the problem is already fixed. They don't have any evidence that anyone's data was actually stolen. But they just decided to can the whole thing. Shut her down, boys. Next. So like, yeah, so I, thought, I thought that was an interesting thing. I mean, I've never cared about Google+. Plus, no, but I did. I tried to. I was like, I was one of those guys when it came out, like in college, like, I'm never using Facebook again. I tried to, like, develop all the all the cool profile pictures and make connect to everything I really liked on Facebook. It never worked out. I, yeah. wanted, I wanted Google+. I wanted it to work. work. I wanted yeah. it to work. Yeah, I, I thought did. it would have been cool to have circles with people that you actually talk to instead yeah. of just, like, 400,000, so like, All the circles can see what you you see, right? Yeah. That's cool. Cool idea. Uh, that stuff is cool. The other really, uh, besides the question, which I'll get to, which uh, has a couple interesting news articles, uh, Worlds has started, so League of Legends, October is basically League of Legends month. Uh, you've got the World Championship really rolling along, um, and I think the final game is on November 3rd, which is a Saturday. It's right around there. If I'm off, then it's only by like a day, uh, but that's exciting, so I... I watch that stuff. To me, like watching League of Legends teams, honestly, watching most esports teams is like watching football. It's like outside of the Chiefs, I don't really like. I, I'll root for the Chiefs because I like them, but I don't care about stats at all. I barely follow players. I just like watching the game, but I do not care about following anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I I see exactly why other people are into it. I'm just not. And so See, with esports I think, teams, I think that with with League of Legends, and correct me if it's not already out there, it, pro- it has to be. I just don't do it, and I would get more into it because this is what helped me get into the sports. I don't follow too much, like, like oh, I do follow a lot of football, like baseball and soccer was fantasy. They have fantasy for esports now, don't they? Do they not? Yeah, uh, and has to be with uh, the international. That's actually how Valve raises a ton of money. Is uh, they basically do a fantasy league? They uh, where you can. Pick your favorite players, thing, right? Yeah, yep. and if you get it right, I think you uh, get some sort of bonus. I, I might be butchering the details there, but it's something like that. Okay. Also, you can like get in-game special loot, and all of that money that you spent goes straight towards the pot for the international. Okay. Which is why every year they continue to break their own record because the game continues. Like everything's building, but also 
I keep I seeing know. Team Solo mid uh, memes. I'm wondering. I get stuff so mixed. I up. I imagine it's because it's October. I'm seeing a lot of things about these games. These fanatic and all of them. All these. All these big names. Uh, Ninja in pajamas, right? Ninjas in pajamas. Are, are they in there again? I have to look. No it up. idea. You guys don't know about ninjas. I love that name alone. That's why I root for them anytime any any game they play because their name is Ninjas in Pajamas. It's amazing. So that that stuff's interesting. I really don't have anybody to root for, but I just like watching the game. I I mostly don't care who. How wins. long did you play Thomas League of Legends? League, uh, oof, I don't know, four years, I, three years. I, I played I played in the Alpha and I played probably for the first six to seven years. Hardcore, and that game was so amazing, and it took a lot of time and, and effort and money. Don't forget the money. Um, I'm, ex- I'm I'm excited to see where it's gone. I have fallen off. I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that uh, I can kind of get back into it. Uh, Moba, the Moba scene. Um, it's I thought it was gonna fall. You know, I used to play I used to play uh, Dota right back when it was a Warcraft three uh, mod right. And to see where it has gone, it always fascinates me. I always like to tune in. Uh, I like to see where it goes. But with worlds, with worlds happening, I'm I'm pretty excited to see. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the growth of this game. Still, this game genre. All right. So, uh, question of the week. Uh, last week we talked about uh, a bunch of spooky games that we'd like to play, and uh, we asked you guys, uh, what are your favorite horror staples for the Halloween season? Uh, so a few of you responded. Um, I don't even remember what we said. We we already, you know, I'm sure you said Amnesia, Mike. Yep. <laughs> and I think I said uh, Eternal Darkness. Yep. Um, I think my favorite on this list of the responses is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That is just... So Alex Schwartz, thank mm, you for so recommending good. that. That was amazing. I remember, I remember renting it for the first time. Uh, it was at a blockbuster next to the Price Chopper, and we saw Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and we spent, myself, my cousin, Aaron Martinez, if you're listening, Aaron, I remember this, and we played Zombie Ate My Neighbors for the whole weekend. Oh, it was amazing drinking. Oh, what was it? It was just a bunch of coke. No, Surge wasn't out yet. I do not think it was out yet. Oh, it's probably gone by then. No, Surge came out when I was in middle school. It was this, I played this game. I was drinking Surge when I was literally in kindergarten. I remember There's playing Sonic the Hedgehog and drinking Surge. No huh. way. Anyway, zombies. Serious we'll have to look that up. Fact-checking Surge release date. Um, but zombie ain't my neighbors. We also had some. Um, we also had some great ones here that were. Uh, we had Derek Mayer, who is uh, part of the Heroes Podcast Network. And he I mean, he used to run this show, so he, probably you guys. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Not just part. I mean, I think that was bad. He is Heroes Podcast Network. Um, he's recommended Narcosis to us, which is an underwater horror type of game. Um, so that's awesome. And then we also had Ben Cole, who uh, said Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil is a staple for horror games. Dude, and the 7 was super cool because it was uh, first person, which Resident Evil hadn't done before. And it also came out on uh, virtual reality. So you could actually turn your net, your head to look around corners and stuff where like in the game, when you're running, you cannot see in front of you or you can't <laughs> see behind you rather. Uh, but with the uh, with the Vive or with whatever headset you're playing on, um, because it allowed you to turn around, it made it almost more suspenseful because where normally you could not look back. It was just like, run, 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 and then hope that he's, he's gone. When you can look behind you, you're going to keep looking behind you because you're just like, where is he, where is he, where is he? Because you get chased through those levels and stuff. Uh, but yeah, those are, uh, those are all cool. I remember Resident Evil 4 was pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, that was the first one I ever, actually, that's still kind of to date, the only one I've ever uh, watched. You'll love played. replaying the remaster of RE2. It's I, amazing. I've, uh, never played RE2, uh, oh. the trailer for the, for the remake. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty sweet. It's awesome. I think I might buy that. It's so, awesome. It's that's awesome. exciting. Uh, if you guys have any more, uh, spooky games that you'd like us to mention on here to recommend to everybody, uh, let us know. I would certainly love to hear more suggestions, but let's talk about, uh, the, uh, little quick topic I want to talk about and then we'll ask you guys a question. So I saw a couple, couple of articles this week, uh, at least one of them was sponsored. It was, uh, the HTC Vive is revolutionizing the way that the Air Force is training its aviators. Uh, and then the other one, so I... On Hardly. the heels of Walmart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. I saw the Walmart training ones. They're training associates via the yeah, we're yeah, about VR. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, really, it's super cool. And uh, and it's practical. You know, they're, video games are fun, but, um, you know, there are a lot of 
practical uses that uh, really the, the question that we were going to come up with at the end of this, I'll read the article after, is, uh, you know, what what practical skills, like what things have you learned from a game? Like maybe you just, it's as simple as you have better multitasking skills or hand-eye coordination. For me, uh, World of Warcraft and RuneScape and Neopets, those taught me economics. I figured out how a market works because I bought every yellow Chia plushie doll that was in Neopets. I, I bought all, like, I just bought them. I would get on and buy and buy and buy and buy and buy. And then I would mark the price up like 15%. And it wasn't a huge amount. So it's not like anybody was going to not buy it. But I didn't make a lot of money. Like, it was cool. I got to see how a monopoly works. And I was like, man, this is villainous. This is pretty, this is bad. Somebody should stop me. Uh, but hey, free market, baby. How about you, Mike? Anything, uh, any tips or tricks you've learned? playing the games oh you know i guess i guess the number one thing would be we talked about it last week too but eve online like eve online there was so you learn much how to you read a spreadsheet learn. yeah you learn how to I, I remember learning how to uh do excel macros <laughs> oh literally <laughs> just because i was playing eve Really, uh, but also, oh, here's a here's a better example too. Also with Excel macros, okay. Dungeons and Dragons. So I remember um, we we were trying to get a little group together when I was growing up. First time that I'd been dungeon master, just bought like all of the uh, uh, third edition books uh, in high school, and. I got on I got on Excel and I started putting in macros where you could like type in your name and you could put in like whatever whatever stat you rolled for strength or whatever and then that would automatically update different cells in the other spreadsheet mm-hmm. to automatically pump pump them in there. Dude, my so, my friend for our tabletop, uh, he made this legit colorful thing. Like we're we're playing on a a system that's pretty uh, not unpopular, but uh, just uncommon. I mean, it's it's a very niche thing like uh, small enough that when we had a question we just messaged the facebook the guy on facebook and he was like oh yeah you can do this like it's just really you know one dude who just made a system and uh my friend he made this whole sheet where like we kind of got tripped up a few times when we were building our characters so he just made this spreadsheet that kicked ass that did everything for me if i forgot a number it would remind me with all this stuff i mean he put a lot of effort into that thing and it was cool Mm -hmm. like i didn't realize how much we needed it until we had it. And I was like, wow, dude, this is impressive. You know, after, after playing all the uh, Elder Scrolls series, uh, you know, it taught me that, you know, if I knock my assailant out, then I can take his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm more surprised that you're just knocking people out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd go for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> you're not killing them? Come on, man. Just kill them and take their stuff. So the uh, the article that inspired this, the two articles. So the first one, I, I barely skimmed. I mostly saw the headline for uh, HTC Vive and the Air Force. It looks like it's actually a real article, not just like a little puff piece. Uh, but the one that I did read was about uh, the Navy. It was a GameSpot article. It was about the Navy using uh, video games to train their soldiers in uh, specifically in specialty areas like radar or like sonar and radar or uh, for surgeons, it said in there. Um, things that require a lot of practice and can often, like training can be simulated, so you, you know, which saves on costs and risks and stuff. Um, so there, there's some developer. So the, the article was sponsored by the Navy. It says it right up top. And it's interesting that it goes to say like a guy's name who's working on this project that they're working together on. But it says a game developer. It's like the Navy's working with a game developer to do blah, blah, blah. But it never comes out and says, like, is it the guy who just runs his own studio? Or did they somehow forget to say the name, which was weird? Well, I imagine there's contractual reasons why. Because, A, if you're working with the military, you say what game company you are, it gives, um, you know, malicious people a target to go get that data, right? Like, oh, hey, Blizzard's working with... Um, the U.S. Navy, we should probably go target them to hack into them, see what they're working with, right? They don't want to give that I guess they haven't thought of that. Okay, well, that could be fair. <laughs> it was weird reading it because it just, it was light on details, so that, yeah. that must have been on purpose. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. It was just uh, looking at the benefits of video games, um, multitasking, hand-eye coordination, some of the things I mentioned before. Uh, but they're trying to figure out specifically what improves those, like what about a game 
specifically helps with those things. So they're trying to narrow that down so that they can make their own game that just really hones in on that stuff. Uh, yeah, so uh, let us know what you have learned from a game, uh, whether that's, you know, putting your ra- a raid organizer from World of Warcraft on a job resume or uh, or whatever. I've, I've heard of people doing that. Um, or if there's uh, an idea of, of something you'd like to see implemented where you could use a video game for training or uh, maybe an interesting way to teach children something through a game where they don't realize that they're learning. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll revisit that um, Air Force article and we'll talk about it a little next week with uh, your answers. And uh, as always, if you have any uh, questions, suggestions that you'd like to th- uh, throw our way, uh, we'd love to hear them. Hit us up on uh, all our social media. Gamer Heroes is part of the Heroes Podcast Network and hosted by GGKC. You can find our episodes at heroespodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and tons of other podcast apps. Follow us online at Gamer Heroes Pod and at GG underscore Kansas underscore City on Twitter or at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also find us on GGKC Facebook page and our website, gg-kc.com. To all you gamers out there, play nice, play well, and play again. See you next week.